on your part. Oh, it's everything I, I ask you about, about. You will, you will know. Okay. Hopefully. It's not a test. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a test. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like wrong. If you strike the ground at this amount of force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's incorrect. Yeah, I have this too. Can you hear that? No. Mine's pretty good. Right. Neurobiology, right? Okay, I'm just gonna put that in your bio. I'll say something. That's a, that's a, people have to say that. That's really cool. And the neurobio. <laughs> There's zero people on the planet that can say they are athletic and also a neurobiologist. I wonder. I wonder how many people. Zero. I can, tell, I can guarantee you. <laughs> okay. You ready? Funny. Yeah. You can you scoot a little bit closer to Yeah, me? I can. All right. Here we go. Welcome to the On Track and Field podcast. I'm your host, JT Ayers. All things track and field related on trackandfield.com. How simple is that? On trackandfield.com. You can spell. Go to that website. They have what you need to get the best equipment possible for your kids to succeed. I have two sets of Gill Fusion 10 blocks. You need those as well. You know why? Because they're great. And your kids need acceleration. And they need to get out. And it's your fault that they're not getting out because you didn't give them the blocks they need. So on trackandfield.com. Sitting right in front of me. Live. You could probably hear the plates in the background. <laughs> Chill, waiter. All right. We're in Caesar's Palace, Las Vegas. I flew in this morning. With me is Gabby Thomas. Hi. Gabby, this is so cool. I get to talk to you about track and field. Yeah, thanks for having me on. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a bio, which is hilarious because if you don't know who Gabby is, and why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> American Spinner who specializes in the 200. And we were talking about 4x4 four four and 100 and all that stuff. But 200, she says, quote, I'm using air quotes, is her baby. Attended Harvard, has, holds a degree in neurobiology, 2021. Won the bronze medal in the 200. Uh, 2187, out of control. I had zero boys last year run that time <laughs> at a high school level. All right, if I had a high school boy, I could run 21.8. We'd be just fine. <laughs> The second fastest American woman ever to do it. She's considered the most promising sprinter in the world. If you like it or not, you're the face of track and field in the world. So that's a Aww. good thing. <laughs> so, Gabby, thanks for joining me. Yeah, of course. What All a right. nice intro. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks. I, I wrote it down. It was scripted. Um, why did you go to Harvard? Why did I go to Harvard? Well, I went to Harvard because... I wanted to study neurobiology. I knew that. Wait, 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 wait. At a high school, you wanted to I study did. neuro. I People can't it. spell neurobiology, <laughs> and you decided you wanted to go there. Yeah, I did. I was a senior in high school, and I was really interested in studying the brain. Um, my brother was going through this neuro treatment at the time for his ADHD, and then my other brother was also going through like cognitive behavioral therapy for his autism. So I was like, this is really interesting. Um, this is something that I could actually see myself studying. So I started looking at programs, and I was like, well, who has a good like neuro program? What's going on? And, you know, I found some schools, made a list. Harvard was not on that list. Um, but then I started getting recruited by a few schools, and Harvard was one of them. Hmm. And it ended up just being a really good fit for me. But you were a long shot. I mean, you could have gone anywhere. Out of high school, I've seen your times. You could have gone SEC. No, I tried. I tried. They didn't want me. I had, like, hit up LSU. I, I remember I, I messaged and emailed LSU, Oregon, um, and a nothing. couple other, Stanford. They just hit me back and said, hey, here are my standards. Like, uh, back they gave you, you the them. PDF. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, <laughs> they, I know. My athletes get the PDF all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oof, okay, I'll hit you back when, when this happens. Um, never really did. 
Stanford became interested a little bit. Stanford did show interest. Gabe By Sanders then, there at the time? It was, I, wait, who? Who? The sprint coach Gabe? He's at Boston now. I th- yes. Yep. Okay. Good sprint yes, coach. Yes, yes, Yeah, yes. well, he wasn't dumb. It was too little, too late. No, just kidding. Um, Harvard just ended up being a great fit for me, and it was in Massachusetts, which is where I was at the time. Okay. And, yeah. Great coaches, too. I mean, you kind of, yeah. you hit the sweet spot. I mean, those coaches, I mean. Mark and Akiba, I mean, these guys are oh amazing. Gosh. I mean, I knew that too. So what I really liked about Coach Tolbert, uh, Akiba, was that he was so interested in continuing to learn himself. Uh-huh. Like, he was going to coaching seminars. He still is. Yeah. Yeah, even in, but, you know, I was being recruited specifically. I mean, that was something that I really enjoyed and looked for. I mean, this is a coach who loves what he's doing. Right. He's still learning. He's not like, oh, it's my way or the highway. This is what I know. And the sport's not involving. No. It was like, no, everything's evolving. You're learning new things. And I really appreciated that because... I was going to go there to learn, and I wanted someone else who was also still learning. So you didn't want to go to Harvard to become <laughs> who you are now, professional track and field athlete. I was not on the no, radar. I didn't even know you could be a pro track athlete at that time. Um, I don't know what I thought Usain Bolt was doing or anything. I don't know. I just didn't know pro track was a thing. Um, but I knew I wanted to be a better version of myself, like better athlete, like better student, do get into all the things that Harvard has to offer, stuff like that. And so that was kind of my, my end goal. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you start progressing. Your freshman year, I saw we all we all witnessed it. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> why is this why is this Harvard girl in NCAA championships? <laughs> and why is she running so good? And you you were very good. Thank but you. But something happened when you turned pro. Yeah. Like what was that difference? <laughs> what happened? Um. Well, when I turned pro, I mean, mm, mm, my first year pro wasn't great. I mean, that was my senior year at, at Harvard. I was kind of having fun. I was a senior. Yeah, I mean, that's just how I am. I just balance life. I like to enjoy life and do what I love. So senior year was meh. So I decided, you know, I'm going to take this first year out of college and really give it my best shot, try to make this Tokyo team. Yeah. And whatever happens, happens. If, if it's a bust, then okay, fine. I can retire, thing that I tried. Uh, so I moved to Austin, trained my butt off. I'm with other Olympians. I mean, Morley Kay, Ashley Spencer. I'm with my coach, Tanja Bailey, now. Um, and we are, I mean, I am training harder than I ever knew was possible. I mean, we right are. Right now you are? Yeah. I mean, even when I, as soon as I moved, we started running. Wait, what do you um, mean? Like volume? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I right mean, now you feel like you're doing a lot more volume than you've ever done? Yes. Yes. What does I, that mean? I will, yes. Uh, Harvard, I mean, very speed power program. Yeah. I remember one day a year he would have us go out and run an all out 300. And. I mean, when I saw 300 on the sheet of paper, I mean, I couldn't sleep. Like, the whole week, I knew I had to run a 300. <laughs> yeah. I had anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, sleeping, I could not sleep. And now, it's like, we're moving out 300s. <laughs> like, it's not, I, I can do that in my sleep at this point. But the adjustment was tough. <laughs> like, I was like, coach would say 300, and I, my heart sank a little bit. But now, I'm so used to it. I mean, we even do mile time trials in the fall. Get um, out of here. Yeah. Wait, every, why, every Monday, we do mile time trials. Why are you doing so much more volume? I don't know. I mean, are they making you a four by four person now? (laughs) I will say I'm very strong. Like I am the most fit. I feel like I've ever been. I'm just so strong and fit. I mean, finishing a hundred, finishing a 200 is nothing. I mean, even running a 400, it hurts. Well, when you ran the 21, eight, you looked super strong. That last 50 meters was, was like a revelation. Everyone was, I I remember sitting there at home watching it on my TV with my kids and stuff and my wife. And we were like, Whoa, like you yeah. just, you kept going. I know everyone would say you're decelerating slower than yeah. everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't look like that. Right, right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how it felt. I feel so strong. I feel like I could just, not the trials 21 6, I felt like I, I could have just kept going, um, which is great. But yeah, no, we run a lot and I, I just got serious as a pro. I mean, I, I really was set on making this team. Um, 
And so that's what I did. At Harvard, there are so many other things that I was concerned about. So, yeah. you know, that in my defense, I mean, you're in college, I'm at Harvard. So many other things to be doing. Yeah, that's not your um, random state school yeah. where you can just make it through. <laughs> right, and you're not really on scholarship either, so it's like not really pressure. Um, that being said, you know, I, I still was winning races, but that's what I was doing. I was being good enough to win those races. But um, were you training with people at Harvard that were, and I use this loosely, like at your caliber? I mean, we all know, you know, you run faster when you're running with faster people. Right. So, you know, when you turned pro, did you see that difference? Did you see, yeah. I mean, are you, you lining up with the dudes? Like, what are you doing? I mean, that's why I had to move. It wasn't even the coaching. I mean, I, Cabe and I had a great relationship and I grew so much as an athlete with him. Um, yeah, but for sure. I needed to be around people who were going to win Olympic medals. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's why I moved. Um, and yeah, I, I just couldn't get that at Harvard or in Boston as a sprinter. When you're doing, when you're saying you're doing volume, are we talking like, I mean, right now you're thinking Budapest, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you go from Budapest and you work backwards. So right now you're doing heavy, heavy volume. You're no, gonna be now, working. now we've kind Not of, as we've, much. we've chilled out. Yeah. Now we're, we're we into chilled the out. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. The first few months are tough. I mean, they're brutal. We do, we do miles. Yeah. I mean. We do it responsibly. It's not like we're running like other tr other coaches. I know their athletes are just running, running, running like all year long. Um, but I, I think ours is a good medium, um, a good mix between the speed power program and like a really heavy volume program. Okay. That being said, like the Monday miles, I mean, yeah, that was a shocker to me. It was a shock to my system. Um, and now, no, we're doing pretty sprint heavy stuff. We just started last couple of weeks uh, getting into spikes and, okay. and moving fast. So when you're in the blocks and you're thinking about the 200, like I talked to Noah Lyles and he was the worst. He gave me like no good. I was like, all right, let's talk about your race plan. He goes, okay, I run the turn really hard. He's and not then, giving out And then secrets. I just kept going. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, exactly. And I was like, all right, listen, like I teach kids how to run. Yeah. And when I watch you run, it looks like you know how to run the phases of the race. Are you going to tell me that you're like Noah and you're just going, hey, I ran the turn as hard as I could. And then I just held on. Like, there's no way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, okay, no. let, me, let me break it down for you. Tell me if I'm way off the mark. We're going to, the first 40 meters, we're going to get out. We're going to run yeah. really, really hard. We're controlled, but it's, we're fast. We're going to carry our speed. We have 120. Pretty much where the four by, you know, four, a four by one anchor is going to set up. For 80 meters, we're going to, I'm sorry, 40 meters, we're going to like, we're going to hammer it. And then we're going to get up tall. We're going to be relaxed. And we're going to finish the race. Yeah. How yeah. off am I? I mean, let's see what I would do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but right now, yeah, so. every girl listening to this or every athlete, shoot, my boy should be listening to this right now. They're going to close their eyes. They're going to listen to you break down the race. And imagine yes. yeah, this is, yeah, I, I can close my eyes and do the same thing. And I just going to picture myself running it. So neurobiology, Steve. <laughs> so yeah, you come out the box, you got it right. I mean, zero to 40, just hauling tail right. all out pushing, setting yourself up, pushing efficiently though, um, setting up. And then you're going to, you're going to coast a little bit that curve aggressively, not slow down, not, yes, not slow down, but you're going to hold pace, hold that top speed there. And then, and then that, this is a fun part of the 200 is coming off the turn. So that coming off the turn should be your cue to like reaccelerate turbo boost off that turn. I mean, mm -hmm. that's going to be the difference maker. It's how you, how you come off of it. Um, so you're going to come off that turn really aggressively, use it kind of like a sling off, and then you're going to like accelerate into that straight, hold, and then for me, usually this is like also the really fun part because I do feel like I get like a, I hit another gear mm -hmm. for that last 50, that last 40. So like another gear, top speed, focus on mechanics and finish. 
Um, but I think that's also where a lot of my volume and come into play comes in that. I mean, that's what it is. It's because I can hit another gear to the end of that race where like everyone else is like decelerating, like yeah, right, right, right. holding it's trying to finish. I'm not just trying to finish. I'm trying to like, Oh yeah. If you can right now, as she was talking, I was writing, <laughs> I drew it on a piece of paper. It was so fun. Uh, okay. Like that's a really important thing you just said. Because a lot of people want to run right. They want, and let's be honest, the 200 meter dash is not taught. We know how to run fours. We know how to run ones, you know, but That's the two, yeah. the two, your baby, the, to use your words, yeah. um, <laughs> it's cool to watch you break it down in that way. So when you're talking about acceleration, like you're in the blocks, how often are you working on just hitting that first 40, hitting it real well? Cause you used to be a hundred meter runner in high school. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, for me a lot, because it's, it's a challenge for me. Oh, really? You think that yeah. would be a weakness if you had to look, break down the race? I think so. I, I do. I do it efficiently. I will say that. And like, I, while I don't have the fastest start, it probably is a really good setup because mm-hmm. the fastest isn't always the best, as you know. Um, but no, we are working. We are working on like primarily when we're doing block training too. It's like the first ten meters. Like, how many steps does that take me? And like, how far over the ten meter mark am I at? Like my seventh step. When you're in the when you're in the blocks, are you th- you? Is your coach breaking down shin angles? I mean, are you doing all of that? Are you, you come up? I mean, how far back in the blocks are you too? Because you are tall. I am tall. Yeah, and I am tall. that's sometimes a disadvantage trying to run a turn. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could say that. You could say that. I used to think that, but now I don't. Th- I don't think so much. Well, much you're anymore. allowed to say you don't think that anymore because yeah. you ran like the greatest 200 <laughs> of all time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I make, I take up a lot of space each stride. Um, that's what I kind of. That's. That's my advantage, so I try to maximize on that. Um, yeah, in the blocks, I mean, no, my block starts are pretty similar to my teammates. I mean, even one of us oh, had yeah. the same exact block start, and she's maybe like five, seven. Mm-hmm. So not, you know, nothing too crazy with being tall. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna have to focus on what I can focus on, and that's like covering as much ground as I can in the shortest amount of time. So I'm not gonna be the one who's like doing like pit pat out of the blocks, like. Yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty much cycling out of the blocks. I mean, I'm gonna be real. Like, <laughs> I, my my legs are like I'm taking up as much space as I can because sure. that's all I can do. Um, if I start trying to do like the short, quick steps, pushing myself out the blocks, I mean, I'm just gonna get caught up, and that's that's just not gonna be my race plan. Are you like everybody else, where you get nervous before the race? I do. I get a normal amount of nervous. I, yeah. How, how do you deal with that? I'm just channeling it into the race. I mean, I just. Yeah, I get nervous. There's a lot of adrenaline. I can feel it when that happens. A lot of times I will get like really tired right before. Oh, really? And I think that's just like the adrenaline rush. Are you like, like behind I'm, the blocks or is this something like, like well, during warm-up? Uh, no, it's like when call room, call room to blocks. Like oh, that, yeah, yeah. The moments from like call room to like the start is like the it's most long intense. long Yeah. 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 It's intense for everyone. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, yeah. No, I get nervous, but I just channel it in. I'm like, thank you. Um, channel it to excitement um use that energy to like okay well i know i'm so nervous so i'm just gonna like hit it out these blocks um it's really just how like your mindset about it i mean you can let the nerves really get to you and you can let them take over you can let them like turn into anxiety and you can start focusing on like everything that can go wrong sure but yeah that makes no sense right that's not gonna (laughs) help it's not gonna help i know it's easier said than done but yeah so it's funny because you've been racing a long time and you've been mm-hmm. racing at a high, high level, the highest of levels for a long time. And yet yeah. you're saying, no, no, it's still nerves. <laughs> yeah, still there's there. still nerves. Yeah, the nerves are definitely there. 
Um, I mean, there are moments like even at Olympic trials where I'm like, I don't think my legs are going to come out the blocks. Like I'm literally sitting on the blocks waiting for this guy to have the gun go off. I'm like, I am paralyzed in fear. But Wow. It's really interesting. So when you're talking about your strength, are you in the weight room a lot? Yes. Okay. Yes. Was that something you did high school, college too? Not high school, college. We were in the weight room a lot. Okay. College, yes. And then I mean, and, and now five too. Five times a week. Five times a week in the fall. Oh, get wow. Yeah, and then translated to three times a week. Do you lift during the season? Yes. So like even up until like Budapest, you're gonna be in the weight room. Yes, I'm gonna be trying to be like maxing out, right around Budapest. Like my cleans, like my Olympic lifts should be like heavy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so you're you're big into the Olympic lifts. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, and that's been since college to now. All the same Olympic lifts. Like, we've been doing cleans, snatches. And you're not talking about bar things. speed. You're talking about heavy weight. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, some heavy weight. How do you manage all the injury prevention stuff? Do you have a masseuse? Do you have a physical therapist? Yes. Do you have... Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Physical therapist, Cairo, masseuse, all of the above. Really? I mean, nutrition and sleep, I think, is the main thing. But I'm not an athlete that needs all of that touching all the time, constantly. I do genuinely think that like my body is capable of recovering on its own if I take hmm. care of it, and that's diet and sleep. And you pay you um, pay close attention to diet and sleep. I I mean it's balanced. I wouldn't say I've this never, meal was cut. I've right never now had we've a had sweet, a, a catered meal. <laughs> is that food okay? That food like that's great. That okay, good. Great. Yeah, but no, that's how I take care of myself, and I. It's, you know, you should be fine. And if you're doing a program that's written by, you know, a coach that's not trying to hurt you, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> and and if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing off the track. I mean, you pretty much, you should be, you should be okay. It gets really hard, I know, if you're in high school and college and you have so many things going on because mm-hmm. stress and losing sleep are real, very real factors. Um, but if you can limit that, I mean, I mean, it, it, you know, it's okay. But I, that being said, I do have physio and PT and massages yeah. just to, you know, make sure everything's good, but I don't rely on it heavily. No, it, yeah. it's, well, it's interesting to hear you say something like along the lines of my body doesn't need that. It's like, you're so in tune with like what I need probably through trial and error, yeah. you know, but that's yes. how wisdom, yes. we get that wisdom, right? Yes. Trial um, one thing that pressed, like I've been really impressed with with you is the way that you run, how tall you are when you run, even when you're should, should be getting a little tired, mm-hmm. lactic acid's kind of coming in. It, yeah. <laughs> yet, like, so how do you maintain the biomechanics? How do you maintain that form? How are you still bouncy up tall, well, putting force into the ground? Is, yeah. I mean, in college we did so much work on that, right? The fundamentals of like making sure everything is at the right angle, like your, your ankle, like your calves, everything had to be like, right. But then what I came to realize is like, if you're just really fit, it comes like fatigue is not going to hit you and your body's not going to fall apart. Hmm. It's like the stronger you are, which is, I imagine why we do so much volume. It just, you don't have to think about it. It just comes naturally with while you're running. Now, that being said, I do think the foundation was important. Oh, sure. I came from high school looking crazy, but you have to have an idea of like what your body should be doing and how that should feel. But after that, I mean, just be as strong as you can. And then the fatigue, fatigue is what it's what tears your form apart. Sure. Oh yeah. You know? So yeah, just being super strong and not being like an insane fatigue during one sprint and it just holds it together. You can stay tall. Your hips can stay in place. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're allowed to make contact with the ground in a proper way. Yeah, exactly. Um, so are you doing like a lot of wickets and stuff during? Oh yeah, you love I, wickets. I do a lot of wickets, and I do love wickets, especially for a sprinter like me because I'm really long, and so it's very easy for me to just spend time in the air. Sure. And just be like so long, and it forces and so you to put your foot down and down. recover yeah. and do it again, right? <laughs> exactly. So how do they space out the wickets? Are they measuring your trochander, your leg length? Um, yes, yes, we have done that. But recently, my coach is actually she measured um, my Olympic trials race, the last fifty. 
just to see like what I was looking at, like you know, in fatigue, aircraft fatigue. That was a good um, race and too. That was, it, so <laughs> was opti- you know, optimal. Yeah, it's perfect. Okay. And so she has a measure at like two point three right now. So oh, okay. I'll, I'll just you know try to hit that. How many um, wickets? Like fifty meters, gosh, thirty I'm meters, doing like sixty meters, I think. Oh, so you're yeah, going pretty far. About yeah, we have a thirty meter run, run in, in, and then yeah, about thirty meters of wickets. And just over and over and over again. Yeah, we'll do about four or five. Is that how you start yeah. your workout, end your workout? Is that the workout? Ooh, ooh, fun. Sometimes we'll start it that way. And sometimes, for fun, for extra fun, we'll do like <laughs> 300, do the wickets. 200, do the wickets right oh, after. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. So it's for some extra fatigue. Have you, what about <laughs> overspeed training? Is that something that you are like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get towed or whatever? I do love overspeed training. That really? That candidly, that is how I had my injury last year. So I'm a little bit scared. Wait, wait, go back year. to that. You got injured doing overspeed training? So last year, 10 days before trials, we were doing overspeed. And that's how my hamstring injury Just overstride, yeah. Yeah, just towards the end of it. It may have been, it may have been slowing down too soon or, mm. you know, my, I don't know, overstride, whatever. Fatigue, most likely. Sure. That's right, yeah. I was fatigued and we were doing overspeed. Um, so that's how it happened. That being said, I mean, I, it's incredible. It had me running really fast, um, but used with caution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've talked to on this podcast. I've talked to a lot of biomechanists, or you mm-hmm. know, whatever you want to call them, uh, little nerds that talk about speed, and they they love overspeed. I love and, it, and I mean, they're like overdo it, but I love it. Yeah, well, they they're always like, don't do it at a fatigue state, but <sighs> but it's not a lot of people get hurt doing it, and so I'm, I'm always I do it with my athletes, and I'm always super cautious. Yeah, um, it's cool to hear you say that you like it too, because I don't think a lot of people say that. I mean, I love it. I mean, you can measure it. I mean, she has like the whole 1080 machine right there. Oh, you so use 1080 you, too? Yep, 1080. Cool. So you can like literally hey, look Steve, and measure it. Hey, Steve, there's like 20 grand, but hey, on track and field, want to sponsor <laughs> Coach Air's performance, please? But yeah, so you yeah. use 1080 and you measure yeah, everything? Yeah, and you can see it all uploaded to the computer. So that's what's great. It's really helpful for my coach oh, yeah. to actually be able to see that. Um, so how, yeah. much, uh, how much measuring do you do in a practice? Are they like free lap cones? Are they always like stopwatch? Are they always trying to get some kind of measurement? Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of measuring going on. A lot of times with our training now, we are doing paces. So she just has cones every 50, stopwatch, and we're just dwindling down the paces. You know, we're going from 8 every 50, 7.5 every 50, 7, 6.5, that kind of thing. Oh, interesting. So it's very easy to follow. Um, we'll do free lap for testing days. Anytime we're testing. We haven't tested this season with free lap yet. Like fly th- uh, yeah, hundreds like and stuff? Yeah, like fly, yeah, 60 meter, 30 meter, or 30 meter flies. Do you know um, off the top of your head what your fastest free lap fly 30 is? Could not tell you. I could probably guess. I can even give you a ballpark. <laughs> if you give me a ballpark, I might be able to. A fly remember. 30? You're probably yeah, 2.8. 2.8? That would get you to I don't be think like. I, I don't think I've ever run a 2.8. I think I, I may have gotten close, like maybe low 290s. If you're running 290, I'm, you can definitely run like. Because I'm you can break 11. trials. In trials, she'll do that. Like uh, uh, before a big meet, mm-hmm. like we'll, she'll set up the free lap and time our, our flies or something. How many flies do you do? Is always quality over quantity? Yes. Yes, definitely quality over quantity. Uh, I think we'd do like two, two or three. Like if we're warming up for a big meet type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two. We do more. We do. We, yeah, we <laughs> slightly more. Our output's a little different. <laughs> she just um, wants to see. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Know. It's a good measurement, yeah. right? Exactly. Give, give you one to warm up and then one more to go. Exactly. Let's see what you got. Yeah, anytime we can get some good measurements for her, I mean, it's useful. She doesn't fixate on it. We're not fixated on, like, that all the time. And obviously there are variables you can't control, like weather or wind. You know, oh, absolutely. Yeah, so. Where but, are you training now? Uh, up in te- uh, Austin, Texas, but we're in Round Rock. Oh, Texas? Yeah. You like it out there? I love it. Oh, really? I love it so much, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy there. 
Okay, we know we got Budapest, but what else can um, is in the future for you? Oh yeah, we got Budapest. We got some fun diamond leagues coming up. I am excited to get overseas and run that circuit. Uh, Budapest, and yeah, I mean, getting ready for Paris Olympics. It's hard. Awesome. To, it's hard to not like think ahead to Paris because it's so soon. Oh yeah, but I have to like really focus on Budapest right now. But when you race, do you race for? Um, I'm gonna get that time, or are you like I'm just gonna win this race? Win the race. Or no, both. absolutely. No, no, no. Win the race. I'm not thinking about the time. You race to win. I'm thinking, yeah. That seems to be a common theme, Steve. We keep, we, everybody we ask is like, oh no, I race to win in that time. Cool. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. Well. I, do, and I don't like talking about times either. I think it's just really silly. Well, the hard part is that it's fun in a bio when I can it's read, fun. right? It is, it's fun for people who know what you're talking about, but it's True. more fun to be like, oh yeah, she won a bronze medal. Against That's a bigger so, deal. So, so, you know? That's more fun. No more bronze. You're too good. <laughs> no more. No more. Heck, I have a bronze and a silver. I need a gold. Well, gosh, are they going to put you on a four by one or four by four with all this volume? <laughs> hey. Four by four. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be a good bet. I mean, to go to trials, get top eight, and then you can be in the pool for the mixed four by four or the regular four by four. Yeah. You're literally I mean, just eighth. You're like, I'm here just for, <laughs> just make the just final. For eighth. Make the final. Yeah. I'll, I'll get that gold in that too. But hey, I'll take the gold. Everyone else can do that. You know, Sydney, go ahead. I, I, I'll take your gold. Um, we're huge fans. And you. Um, you don't get to see this because you're, you know, out there training and doing your thing and we're now in Caesar's Palace in a conference center talking and hanging out. But there's a lot of girls that I coach, Steve coaches, that we see, and they're big fans. And Aww. not only that, but like I have an 11-year-old daughter, and she loves Gabby Thomas. <laughs> I don't know why. But <laughs> my, my poor sweet daughter is not going to be running like you. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. Yeah, she's starting the lifting now. But the thing is, is that you need to know that there's a lot of people that are just fans because of the way you do it. So... How can we follow you on social media? Where can we follow where you're going to be? How are you going to do it? I know I, I do want to plug the world's greatest. Um, Bob did a really cool YouTube series on you when you were yeah, training. Yeah. <laughs> you get to see your personality, how infectious you are in your training, and it was cool. So where else can we find more about you? Yeah, my social media. I post everything on my Instagram at Gabby Thomas. I post my race schedule, all that, and on my Twitter at It's Gabrielle T. So I try to do a really good job of making sure that people know where I'm competing and when I'm competing as soon as I know, because I know that's very good for the sport. Um, so yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining me. On trackandfield.com is the sponsor. And uh, I'm going to hang out with Gabby a little longer off podcast and talk, and we'll take some pictures and be super cool. And we'll put that on our social media. But stick around. You can listen to Steve, who's sitting right next to me. He'll let you know how to get in contact with him on social media on trackandfield.com and powered by relaybatons.com. Steve, you and your beautiful 200 meter sexy voice, take us away. Thanks to our guest, American sprinting sensation Gabby Thomas, for joining us live at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas on this week's On Track and Field podcast. The On Track and Field podcast is powered by RelayBatons.com. Custom engraved and meet and competition legal Relay Batons. Water bottles and tumblers. Great for team branding, fundraisers, meet awards and coaches gifts. And by OnTrackAndField.com. Cross country and tracks one-stop source for everything you need for a successful season. Competition gear spikes, training equipment, and shoes. OnTrackAndField.com has everything you need. And you can save up to 50% when you use the word Track Talk at checkout. Some exclusions apply. And make sure to check out our new website, OnTrackRunning.com, your new source for competition and training shoes. Featuring Saucony, Brooks, On Running, New Balance, Asics, and Hoka shoes and spikes. OnTrackRunning.com. And make sure to follow us on our socials at OnTrack, the letter N, Field, at on track and field on Twitter and the gram 